0: Hello everyone! Welcome to another episode of Verbal Mileage. Why can't you
1: ever start just normal?
0: <sighs> because it gets a, always, it's always it like, gets what's a little it monotonous, and I like to try and okay. play around with it. Okay. Sushi so me sashimi. Uh-huh. It's a sushi. Yeah, I, I got that. it. I borrowed that, that from stupid. another podcast. Okay. Oh, um, steal from other podcasts. They don't know our names, and my name is Yonit. <laughs> And who are you? Oh, and I'm Eliza. And 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 thanks everyone for uh, listening. Um, we were just catching up. Yeah, it's been a while. And we're going to catch like. up on our catch up. Yeah, we haven't seen each other for I know. What like 3 days. I know. <laughs> it's funny how that feels. Um so you you had made me come. No, you had asked me to come it to made Orange you Theory. Come. I didn't make you come. And I tried it. Yeah. Okay. And then you came to CrossFit. Yes, I did. And you didn't like it. It was not that
1: I didn't like it. Okay. First of all, I think that like you were saying you, you're
0: you're still sore today. Yeah, I'm still sore from that workout.
1: I wasn't even sore the next day.
0: Oh, I was very sore.
1: I think that he just scaled it too much for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the weights weren't heavy enough. He, You guys were doing fifty, like reps of 55. I, He was like, oh, you do 30. Right. I think he was like, she can't do what we so do. So the thing... No, no, no. Here's <laughs> the thing with
0: CrossFit is any CrossFit, if you're new to CrossFit, before you join, every class calls it something else. When I did it, it was called a foundation class. Okay. So you come one or two times. Obviously, you're not going to like you know, perfect all the, right. the movements, but they, like, show you the movements, they teach you the lingo. Right. And so I think there's, like, a liability thing when you're just coming to try out the class that, like, they don't want you... We were doing, like... What would be probably for like heavier deadlifts? Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I also could have done fifty five. I think like I would have on the deadlift.
1: Me. No, on all of it. Oh, I would 55. have wanted to yeah, do you push could myself yeah. to do it. Yeah. Honestly, I liked it. Some of like the moves were like that ball to the wall. The, wall ball. Oh, the, the wall ball. The ball to the
0: wall. <laughs> it's a wall ball. Well, it's oh, the same. You put ball the, the ball to the wall. It's a wall ball. Whatever. It was <laughs> that was fun. I liked yeah. it. See, I don't know why that didn't hurt. You probably weren't going low enough in your squat. Well, you're like, you have to squat when you do it. You have a fucking deep squat you'll need. It is very impressive. That's what you're supposed to do. It is. Yours would have been. I was looking around and you had the best squat. If this was the open, it would have just been no rep, no rep, (laughs) no rep, no rep.
1: (laughs) But it was a fun one though.
0: But no judgment because a lot of people, it's hard. You have to work down to a squat. I don't actually, there's no mirrors. I don't know how low I squat.
1: You were very. Useless, right, thank you thank you. You kept saying, "Make that. sure
0: I'm below parallel." Yes, because that's how you know if you're not <laughs> yes, below parallel. But you were. <laughs> but you were. First of all, I don't sound like that. I was like, Make sure I'm below parallel. <laughs> you had made it. So, by the way, it's not a judgment. I was trying to be encouraging, and part of that is I wanted you to know. So I no, remember you when I said, "I said, make sure you get into your." Squat. Oh, this reminds me. Yeah. Sorry,
1: I have like an idea for you. Okay.
0: Can we get back to that? Yeah.
1: You? Okay. mind. Okay. I do think I could have so. done heavier, but it was funny because he probably Everyone should also- come to
0: CrossFit, and I'm going to give a shout out to CrossFit Distinction, and if anyone listens, please tell me because we wore our- I know, we did. And by the way, today, my coach Kyle, shout out Kyle, said, oh, I said something like, oh, I'm going to see- he said, how was- how did at like the workout? Oh. I'm like, actually, I haven't seen her yet, but I'm going to see her today because we're recording our podcast. And then I said, we have a podcast. Oh. And did he, he say- take the bait at and all? And then he said, yeah, I figured. <laughs> Because he saw our shirts. Because we both wore shirts that said, that ask me about it. my he podcast. Didn't ask.
1: Nobody, no. Funny because I also think he probably scaled me because he was showing me some of the moves and I'm like, how do I do mm. this? And you're like, Aliza, I don't know why you're pretending like you've never done like a, push you before. Do a push up. Like, do push Yeah. Also, we've done push ups together. I know. I we've think done a lot of movements together. I was just, I honestly together. was. We've rowed
0: together. I know how, how to row. We've even deadlifted together. But he was
1: showing me how to row. I'm like, I'm a fucking good rower. I know yeah, how, yeah, how to you're row. Fine with and the row. I know how He just was showing, like, hey, I know coaching that's what but, coaches do. But I think like you're like why are you acting stupid? Yeah. yeah. I know. I I think it's just cuz I was like nervous. I was right. just like nervous and like oh, I a was lot just of joking. Them- Did you feel shamed? No, no, you're right. Yeah. I'm like, why? But it was just cuz I was like nervous. Like so- it's a it's a push-up. Do I hold my hands in the
0: air? Or do they go <laughs> on the floor? I don't know. I've never I've never seen a floor before. <laughs> that is not what I said or what I did. I've never used my hands before. Usually they're just noodles.
1: But do you know what I <laughs> Do you know what I miss? what I do not love about CrossFit? No. What? I like the cardio aspect of Orange Theory. Orange okay. Theory is really half cardio, right. half weights. The weights right, yeah. are less intense than CrossFit, like mm-hmm. what we do, I think, mm-hmm. like weight-wise, just like the moves and whatever, but so there is not a lot of cardio. Let me tell you, the,
0: so in that workout, so the whole model with CrossFit is constantly varied movements, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's go run on 800 meters, come back, do a bunch of weights, go around 800 meters, so it's constantly varied movement. I think with Orange Theory, you always have that. Yeah. And with this, it's just... Every time you comment something new and something different. And that's what I love about it. Anyway,
1: I mean, I did like it.
0: It was... I liked it. But it's not for you. You're going to stick with Orange Theory. For
1: now, I'm going to stick with Orange Theory. Mm -hmm. And I like the cardio, and it's going to help me train for our marathon. Like, I like that I'm running more now because it'll help with our marathon training. For now, I'm sticking with Orange Theory. But it was fun with you and with, like, our other friends who were there. It
0: was fun. And then I had another friend say to me that they want to try it. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I, it was good. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked it. I'm just... Right now, I'm doing Orange Theory. Okay. All
1: right. But I I, I liked it. I did enjoy I'm
0: it. I'm just happy you're working out. It's good for you. It's good for your mental yeah. health. Thank you. Yes.
1: Um, my idea for you, related yeah. to this, is... Yeah. I mean, Kyle was great. Mm-hmm. But you are even more encouraging than Kyle. <laughs> and everyone I've spoken to, it says that they love working out with you. Right. You should <clears throat> be... But, like, I know we have all these other... You should be... Just, in the meantime, just become...
0: One like, of those. certified
1: in CrossFit coaching. Tri- I know. Like coaching. So I've
0: actually talked about this yeah. with Alex a thousand times. There's actually one coming up in Columbus in, like, April. What? Like so it's called your, there are three levels of CrossFit certification. Okay. I think there's your L1, your L2, your L3. We're not lawyers, but that's how it goes. <laughs> Okay. Um, so anyone can go and get their L1. It's not cheap, but it's like a one-day course. I think you have to study beforehand. It's a one-day right. course. I think I would like to go ahead yeah, and do Yeah, you should. It.
1: And then you could, what? You just need your L1, and then you can I go mean, I mean, I could probably
0: ask them if they needed a coach. Um, what I actually want to do is offer to do like a kid fit program. All right, We've talked about this. I didn't yeah. know if you were ready to broadcast Well, because it kind of has to do with like what we were talking about today. No, but yeah. even at the gym. Because I don't have all the equipment,
1: and and a lot of a lot of different training to be a kid coach for CrossFit.
0: So I don't know. Um, I don't. You're a pediatrician. Yeah, I mean, I think like obviously you're not going as intense with the kids, but um, like there are a lot of gyms that have kid CrossFit, and at various times, like I've asked him, this gym has had kid CrossFit. It just depends if there's a coach who's willing to do it, if there's enough kids who are interested. So
1: yeah, but if you do it in your house, you get all the money. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I know. It's not even so much about that. It's more about the experience. Right. Um, and I also don't have the space or the equipment.
1: Right. Your, your basement yeah. is too small. No,
0: my basement, two people can work out there. Yeah. And also, because weights are quite expensive, right. they're kind of like, they're geared towards what Alex and I use, which is too heavy for kids.
1: Well, I think so. you should go get your L1.
0: Yeah. I so I fine. do want to talk about that, because yeah. that brings us to what I want Good to discuss today. But before that, I just want to make a recommendation because. What kind of recommendation? A show, well, a show, on, a show oh, recommendation. Okay. Okay, this is a PSA.
1: <laughs> I always need new shows, so this is. I feel like everybody. Yeah, people always ask needs me all the time. Shows.
0: First of all, things I'm watching right now. Okay. True Detective. Oh, Ellie's watching that. Yes. Were you guys talking You guys. Yeah, we were about talking about, that. about he it. He just started it. But True Detective, that's like my protected time. Like when I watch True Detective, I don't want to be distracted. Okay. I want to just Like be... you're not texting while you watch it? Pro- I mean, ideally not, okay. right? Like I would like to just be watching it cuz it's like so num-num good. Yeah. That like <laughs> I just I just want to be comfortable. I want to be in a comfortable position. Okay. I want to have some sort of snack. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I just want to get cozy. I don't yeah. want to be folding laundry. Yeah, and yeah. Kids I'm always folding laundry when I want to be, and yeah. it ruins it. But that's, like, what Real yeah. Housewives are for. Right, right. right? Real Housewives, yes. maybe news in the background. That's for folding laundry. Yes. But this is a num-num sit-down-and-watch show as True Detective. Okay. The other one I was going to say, that's an HBO show, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Netflix mm-hmm. came out with something called One Day. I literally just saw. Yes. A thing for this. Well, this is how much of an addict I am because it just came out last it week. It says like recently added on it. Like I've never seen Correct. it until this morning, actually. Eliza, it came out last week. Uh huh. I googled. I saw one headline that said like, oh, fans are talking about one day, and I was like, all right, I'll try it. And then I watched fourteen <laughs> shows.
1: <laughs> Did you finish it?
0: Yes, I've oh been. My s- God. I have been staying. My goal. <laughs> Cause it's just it's it helps with clarity and weight loss and everything. It's like I've been trying to get eight and a half nine hours of sleep a okay. night. Ideally, honestly, it ends up being more like eight, but that means I need to be in bed by like ten. I'm like even earlier, because it takes me a long time to fall asleep. So okay. it's usually melatonin by nine. Try to be okay. <laughs> asleep by like nine thirty. Right. I have been up to like one one thirty, just like <gasps> just watching, binging. Because I can't stop. And you know Netflix. Know. Netflix just rolls. It just goes into, right into the next It doesn't give you any one. time. It just starts 10-9. You're like, no, I need to. Fine. I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> it takes like, so much willpower to yes. actually shut it. Because it's like, by the time you've even thought about it, it's already starting. And then you're like, well, I'm committed. But now aren't you sad? Like, you're done. You finished I it. Am that's sad. it. I almost want to rewatch it. I know. I When I tell you, I ugly cried by myself in my living room. <laughs>
1: Just Watching it? like
0: tears streaming, snot like.
1: Ugh. I love those. You know, sometimes it's so, didn't it feel good to cry?
0: It did. Yeah. Like a little bit. I almost needed a hug. <gasps> yes, I knew you were gonna say that. But not from uh, me. Though. From no, not from Alex. But okay. he was sle- He was snoozing.
1: All right. Anyway, so one day. Okay. One day,
0: so good.
1: I just started Queen Charlotte.
0: I feel like you. Did you watch Bridgerton? Oh, oh, I already watched that too. Oh, I am like a. I am just I a content monster. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I am like a cookie monster, but for content. (laughs) I wish someone would.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, we have to make you a cookie
0: monster. (laughs) I wish someone would pay me to watch TV because I'm so good at it. There
1: probably there are.
0: Like even by the way, I'm like at work. They're putting in a patient. I'm like that's five minutes. (laughs) Turn it on. Like seriously, true addict. You are. I could be doing so many more things. All right, so yeah. what I wanted to talk about today, okay. and maybe if you don't feel like... It, the truth is, like, we talk about this all the time. All the time. And I feel like we've probably touched on it a bunch. I'm sure we have. Yeah. Um, I think I was just... Like, my mind is just always running. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, nonstop running. And I think just as I was, like, getting the kids ready for school and, like, driving, I was, like, once again just thinking about it. And I was like, all right, maybe it's time to just get this off my chest and whatever nah, you feel mine like. too, I guess. I mean, so a lot of people are, like... First of all, because who are we? We're just moms. Just we moms. are right. Well, not just, but yeah. that's like our main. That's our thing. thing. Like right. we're moms, and we live in this very lovely suburban, you know, community. Right. And we're Jewish moms. That's we're Jewish like moms. Our that's our thing. Yeah. And people are like, "What are the podcasts about?" And I'm right. like, "It's really just, at the end of the day." We were not content. Actually, someone
1: just asked me this oh. on Shabbat at,
0: okay. at lunch. What made you start the podcast? What made
1: you start the podcast? Okay, yeah.
0: So, I, th- I mean, and you can maybe. Uh, we I'm curious what you're going to say, and if it's going to be the same. So, I was going to say, I mean, yeah. I think there was, you know, like some discontent in my life, something missing, um, wanting to do something else for myself beyond like my family and. Um, again, discontent in like maybe my career choice yeah. and something else that I was doing. And so this is something that's for us. It's creative outlet. Yes. We did it ourselves. That's essentially We're doing literally it. what I said. Yeah, that
1: we are both unhappy with our and careers. And it's something
0: that we enjoy. Like you once said, this podcast is self-care. And that is totally true. It is true. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I think like, and you can speak to your own, like it's funny because I was just, someone was telling me their daughter wants to go to med school.
1: Oh my god! I literally just had the conversation because someone just texted me. I have I have a student who's interested in nutrition, uh-huh. and I was like, "Tell them not to do it. <laughs> Tell them to run." Right.
0: I wonder. Like, I want to meet people who are who are like they just love their career and they're like, "Yeah, do it."
1: But you know what's so funny <clears throat> for me
0: is I want your career. I know. That's what's so like. So let me say what I was gonna say. Yeah. Okay. I think that. Um, you know, like not everyone. There's certainly people like I had a guy in my class who had gone to law school and then he was. I don't know. I don't can't remember if he actually ever practiced law, but then he decided to go to med okay. school. So you start one way yeah, and like then there's you hear it way. One
1: of those, in every yeah, med
0: and he class. was like in his early 30s. Okay, okay, Ugh. which I know. Like you go like ah, oh, but then I mean, you're like okay, now he's in his 40s and he has like a great yeah, career, right? right? So you're not dead. Correct. Um, but was you he know, married? No. Okay. That also um, changes things. Yeah, that does change things. Yeah. And so, the guy, which also changes things. Right, which names. also changes Right. Someone, okay, so just yeah, leaving that Sorry. I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I know I made this decision early. This I remember I have spoken about where, like, I really always admired, like, the women in my family. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my grandmother, she. I mean, my grandmother was a genius, like actually a genius. Yeah. Um, this but is your she, mom's mom? This is my mom's mom. She had, you know, voluntarily joined the Navy and she had worked in um, like germ warfare because wow. she was a scientist. She taught biochemistry in um, Oklahoma medical school. She worked for NASA. Wow. As a grandmother, you wouldn't necessarily know she was a grandmother, but I could go to her when I was taking organic chemistry yeah. and she could help me.
1: Really? And yeah. did she? Did she? Yeah. I mean... That's cute.
0: Yes. I, I had gone to school and somewhere else. But, like, she could at any point, if I was like, I need help with some complicated math... I mean, my mother was is also smart. She was a math teacher, so right. she could help us with that stuff. And she was, like, almost, like, my my husband thinks, like, too dedicated. Like, if I was struggling with something, she'd just read the textbook and then try to teach it to me. Yeah. So, but, you know, I always saw these, like, women who were, like, they were very do- devoted to their family, but also very, like dedicated to education and career, and I was like, I can't be less than that. Okay. That's how so I felt.
1: Was that external pressure or internal pressure? Internal pressure. Okay. Right. Like I don't they think, never
0: no, said. No, I don't think I ever had any external right. okay. pressure, actually. Okay. Um, you just naturally, innately Yes, I just to looked be... around, and I said, and I said, I can't be less than this. And I remember the thing, and I think I actually wrote in my med school essay about this, was like, I just wanted to do something that felt bigger than myself. Right. I know now that, like, Lots of things are bigger than myself. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, oh, medicine. Also, I think like you watch TV, and I'm like, oh, when you're a doctor, you really know everything, and you're smart, and everything right. just rolls off the tip of your tongue. <laughs> and <laughs> what a surprise to get there and be like, oh, shit, that's not how it is at all. I don't know anything. And even after a doctor, I'm like, I don't remember anything. Like, um, and so I worked really hard in high school, and I worked really hard right. in college, and um, I was not a great I did not do that well on my MCAP. It's fine. I ended up in Israel med school, which I think was great for me. And I knew probably by the time we started clinics in third year that I was like, I don't know if I'm any good at this. Like, honestly. Really? Is that how you felt? Yes. And I was like, I I just don't know. Like when it came to patient interaction? Yeah. And I would also like look around, like I was always just kind of like... Like, I always wanted to do well. I was interested in the subject matter. I liked the classes. I liked the medicine. I liked the physiology and the pathology and all that. And then I also just looked around other people. And I just, and this is maybe a confidence thing. And I was like, everyone else just seems so much better than me. By the way, it like wasn't true. You just true. had imposter syndrome the whole time. Yeah, maybe yeah. it wasn't true. But like I everyone think, feels that way. Maybe or most, not everyone, but
1: a lot. I That's remember one guy normal. in
0: my class because I remember we were friends and I and I think I said something. I just always feel like I don't belong here, and he's like, "Well, I know you do because I do," which was a nice thing to that say. That was a nice thing to say. And the truth is, like if you look at my roster, like I was always—I mean, I think I did fail one test in med school, but, like, <laughs> but um, I was always pretty safely like right in the middle. Okay. You know, like yeah. I was never at the top, but I certainly wasn't at the bottom. Right. So there you were other belong, Right. There were other but, imposters there, but right. it wasn't me. You know, <laughs> I, I did fine on my boards. Right. Um, you know, whatever. So and I think I was a pretty good resident. But yes, I always had imposter syndrome. And it's funny, like when I graduated med school, I took a year off. I used oh you did the, between yeah. med school and residency. Yeah. I kind oh. of used the excuse of like my last year of med school, like was very focused on. I met Alex. We had gotten engaged. Actually, we had eloped and gotten married. And um... what? Like wait, In you just, Cyprus, wait. You didn't know this. Wait, you just like threw that out there. No, I, I there mean there's like wedding pictures of you guys. Oh no, no, we got married again later.
1: Wait, what? The, <laughs> wait,
0: back up. <laughs>
1: what we. <sighs>
0: Okay, we're going to pause. Yes,
1: and you hear the gasp around the verbal mileage No,
0: no, no. You've definitely heard this. I have never heard this. It's going to be ringing bells.
1: Okay. You eloped. Uh, I mean, maybe eloped is the wrong word. No, that's you. Did you run off and get married?
0: Yeah, but it was That's called... That's eloped. But it wasn't like a secret. It was just quick. So, essentially what happened was... Alex and I were very serious. We'd already been talking. He had gone on his trip. We had okay. said if we're still together. we after- got botulism, that one? Yeah. <laughs> he went on his Asian tour after the army. So we had said, like, if we're still together after this time, like, then we'll get engaged. Okay. Like, that was kind of the decision. Like, if we can hang on through this, then we know we're, okay. we're going to be together. So we did. And I think it had been the he summer. He die from the botulism. Correct. No <laughs> botulism death there. It was close call, though. <laughs> Maybe he can come on sometime and talk about it. Um, So um, he had gone. He was supposed to come and visit me, and we were actually planning. Now that I know more about immigration, it's a good thing we didn't. He was gonna come and like see my family. We were gonna just like get married in the courthouse to start the immigration process while he was in America. And literally, he went with his family to renew the visas at the embassy. They stamped his mother, passed it back. They stamped his father, passed it back. They stamped his brother, passed it back. And then they just gave him back his passport because he was like just the right age. He had finished the army. He wasn't in school. He didn't have a job. That's like uh. Israel's are kind of notorious. They come, they work in the malls under these like right. visitors' visas, and then they don't leave. So he was denied. Oh. So I was like, well, now you're kind of stuck. Like, yeah. you can't come into the US. So we got married,
1: <laughs> yeah. But so why didn't you just have it like?
0: Because it was like early in the year. So we got married September 2010, okay, in Cyprus because we wanted to have like a real wedding chuppah and stuff. Yeah, I don't even think we were engaged yet. Maybe we. <sighs> why in Cyprus? I can't remember if we were engaged yet because so we didn't. If you get married in Israel, you get married under the rabbinut. Yeah. So we didn't want to have like that real marriage and then have a party later with our family when we wanted like a real wedding oh um, so we had to get married outside of israel okay and this is actually like it's a um what's the word there's a whole business around this because okay. there's also like people like if you know if the revenue doesn't find you technically jewish there's people who want to get married there's some people who just want to rebel against the revenue and don't want to get married under the revenue so there's um there's like a whole industry that takes people to places like Cyprus and Prague. Like, you literally go. They arrange everything for you. You go to the airport. There's, like, 10 other couples. They take you straight from the airport to um, the, like, municipality in, in Cyprus. Cyprus, yes. Yeah. We got married by the mayor. <laughs> um, our, I still have the plaque somewhere. Our witness was the bus driver. Her name was Aphrodite. <laughs> When we okay, were done. I'm you know the
1: mayor, like, the, I mean, maybe because Emma was just in The Wizard of Oz. Like,
0: yeah. As mayor of Munchkin City. <laughs> I mean, Is that, like, how he
1: came up to marry him? I
0: don't even remember if it was in English, if so I'm honest. <laughs> um, and then, at the end, Alex and I shook hands. Because <laughs> he was like, you're married. And so some people, like, I had worn a nice you, dress, you but you some own. people came in, like, wedding dresses. No, it was just for us, <laughs> yeah. it was like, this was, like, business. <laughs> And oh, then they, the weirdest thing I've never heard And of. then they drop you back off at your hotel. Okay. Um, the next morning they, or maybe later that day, I can't remember. We spent one night there. Okay. The next morning they drop off your wedding certificate and then you get back on the bus and then they take you back to Israel. Isn't
1: it craziest? Yeah. I've never heard this story.
0: So it's funny because I it never occurred to me, the reason I said eloped, it never occurred to me that I eloped, but I remember coming back to the States in my fourth year for like electives and going back to my synagogue and people saying like, oh, I heard you eloped. And I was like... Oh yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. Because then we needed to start the whole immigration process, and uh-huh. you can get in if you're married. If you're married, correct. Yes. So he was under. So like, he really
1: just married you just for well, the citizenship. Well, We
0: were planning on getting married, but we got married very quickly because it did take almost a year. Wow. So I ended up. We got our wedding, like our real it's wedding. A green
1: card marriage.
0: Kind of, (laughs) except it's funny because then you have to go. It's a conditional one for three years. You have to show up every so often and like prove that you're still legit. Um, And I think I was pregnant by the last one. Yeah. Legit. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, you come with like pictures. They ask you your wedding date. And I showed them an ultrasound and I was like, we're in it. (laughs) So it was fun.
1: Wow. All right. I've never heard that story. (sighs) Um,
0: Okay. Why was I mentioning that? I don't know. I don't know your path. You okay. were whatever
1: year med school oh, you had I just know. eloped and I was but like, But so I fuck? will
0: say, like, fourth year of med school does tend to be like pretty blase. Like you're Yeah, it's just
1: rotations. Yeah, it's rotations. I
0: think residency. part of it, yeah, you're applying for residency, yeah. you're trying to impress people, whatever. I was like very like, I could have been an immigration lawyer by the time I was done with that, because yeah. there's, like, so many forms, whatever. So I actually spent a so good amount what of...
1: That's my sister says, because her husband's British.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, now I've forgotten, because we're done. He's a citizen. Yeah. But at the time, if someone was talking to me, I could have been like, no, you need your B-127 form. And then, like, <laughs> I, was, I was on top of it. Um, so I think, like, I was just very, like, involved in that. And I really wasn't thinking about, like, taking my boards. But that was also part of the mission. Like, people were, like, gung-ho. They were, right. like, studying for the oh, boards. Oh, so that's
1: why you took the year off, Yeah.
0: Um, okay. And then... And Alex
1: had just gotten into vet school here?
0: No, no, no. He, was, he hadn't even done his undergrad. Oh, he was taking his right. SATs. Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you eloped and robbed the cradle.
0: Yes. Okay. In fact, I remember when we got married, my father said, and I quote, Alex has no prospects. <laughs> 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 and now he's his favorite child, I think. Oh. Um, and anyway, I, there was, like, this feeling where, like, when I graduated, where I now was married, yeah. right? My husband was in undergrad. Okay. Um, we were, like, living in what my parents inherited was my grandparents' house. Okay. They now rent it, but they were letting us live there, like, rent-free, mm-hmm. which was lovely. But I was kind of at this point where I'm like, I need to do a residency. Right. It took me some time to get back. After, like, six months, I was like... Because I remember feeling... If I had done residency... So you didn't
1: apply for any residencies fourth year? Not
0: in fourth year. If I had done residency interviews in fourth year, I don't think I could have convinced anyone that I actually wanted to be a doctor. Right. Honestly. So what did
1: you do during that gap year?
0: Um, well, I studied for my... I finished taking my boards because I think I only took step one during med okay. school, so I had to take step two, step three, and I did like volunteer work. Oh. It was actually very hard to find a job... Like, you'd be surprised. You go and you're like, oh, I just finished medical school. They're yeah, like, oh, you're overqualified right, for, so. for everything. I did a lot of, like, tutoring. I, I couldn't think. even find, like, a research job because people don't want to take you on for right. just, like, eight, nine months yeah. or whatever. Anyway, um, thank God I ended up getting to the residency of my choice. So it took me some time, but I was like, okay, I think I want to do this. Right. But even when I started, yeah, like, heavy impact. Did you always syndrome. know you
1: wanted to do peds?
0: No, not at all.
1: When did in that fact, come? when I started
0: med school, I was like anything but children. I never liked children. Okay. I was not one of these people that like gravitated to children. Um, I think that like I just enjoyed the medicine
1: of pediatrics. Yeah, specifically? yeah.
0: Like okay. I loved my pediatric rotation. Oh. Okay. I loved PEDS and I loved OB, and I ended up rotating through OB. I did like an MFM um, elective in the states, yeah. and I just found it to be. I honestly just found the patients to be disgusting. And I was like, <laughs> no, really. And I was like, I mean, this is going to sound terrible, but when you have tw- 25-year-olds who have you know, five, six different kids yeah. with five, six, six different dads, and they're getting tubal ligations, <sighs> and I'm just like, I'd rather be the one like, helping these children right. than you. Right. So um, yeah, that kind of like sealed the deal for me. OK. Um, so, and I, I also just really loved my pizza rotation. Right. Okay. It sounded like you said pizza rotation. <laughs> I love <but> pizza. <laughs> I was like, it must be pizza. I did a pizza rotation. No, I loved my pizza rotation. So I ended up going into still pizza. Still
1: sounds like pizza.
0: Pizza rotation. <laughs> Maybe I am saying pizza. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should have some
1: pizza. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> um, and I loved my residency, but even through them, when I finished, I still felt like I don't think I'm very good at being a doctor. Really? Yeah. Even though I think arguably, again, not the top of my residency class, not the, not the bottom. I think I was well-liked by attendings. I was yeah. well-liked by, you know, my junior residents. But, like, you know, I, 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 in my mind, I was just like, I'm getting through. And also, at that point, so Alex was was applying to vet school. And I was yeah. like, and I, we had a baby by then. And I was like, well, I need to support us. And the only skill I have is, like, doctoring. Um. I think any person who starts a new attending job will tell you, like... It, it's nerve-wracking. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, a steep um, learning curve. Yeah, of course. I think it took me, like, a good year and a half to two years to, like, really get my feet in there where I was feeling, like, more confident. So, like... And also, it was, like, a very hard first job. Right. Um, I mean, like, I learned a you ton. You give but.
1: off, like, A, confidence vibes, and B, like...
0: But I told you at the last one, that wasn't always true. I know. This was gained. Right. I guess okay. when you're in enough, like, really scary situations, you just, like, you become more confident in yourself. Right. And you also learn that, like, other people who act confident are sometimes idiots. <laughs> well, right. also,
1: you're, you are, like, objectively very smart and very intelligent. And, I don't like, know.
0: Objectively? Yeah. I don't know. Yes. I think that, I think I can look back now and say, like, I think I'm a good doctor. I'm good at what I do. You are a good doctor. I think so. Um, I hope so. I think so. Um, But even now, because, you know, I I see other people like, oh, they want to progress and do whatever. I don't have that desire. My job still very much is like.
1: But that doesn't that doesn't
0: mean that you're not a good doctor. That means you have other priorities in your life. I guess so. But also, like, I think like, you know, we were saying, you know, who loves their job or whatever. Like, I think if you love your job. We have a good friend who I think listens to the podcast who just became a partner in her law firm. Yeah. And she dedicates a lot of time because her job... Was that you? Yes. Her job really gives her esteem, yes. which is great. Mm-hmm. Like, that esteem will feed into other parts of your life, right? Like, if you go to work and you get a lot of esteem from that and you feel great, then you'll come home and you'll have more energy for your right. children. Whereas if, like, your job sucks your life out of you, you come home and you're right. just an empty... You can't pour from an empty cup. I hate when people... But can. I bet
1: that... You know? There is also the other side of it. It's like, and who was I just, I was just saying this to someone. And I, I, I just think that the world has set, sp- particularly women, mm-hmm. up to feel like failures. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot do both. You what? just can't. It is impossible. I, Not impossible. It is very challenging what? to be super successful and keep progressing at your career and your job and keep moving up the ladder while also being a totally present mother. Right. It is just, you can't have both.
0: I know. And so no one ever discusses the concept of a totally present father though, do they? No,
1: they don't. No, but that's a whole separate conversation. I'm just talking about, <laughs> right. Well, that's the double standard. But that's the double it standard. That's, that's what I'm the saying. Double standard of it so all.
0: this thing of like women are when you're like, oh, you can have it all. So that's not true. I think no, we've all cannot. agreed that that's not But I'm case. saying yeah.
1: society has, because, and the feminist movement is great and it's done great things for women, but it has also then put this pressure of the duality of being super successful in your career and also being a great mother and a super present mother and right. doing all of these things, right? Like, that's the super woman, the woman who can do it all right But we, we can't, we're people, we're, right. we, we cannot do it you all. You cannot do it all. And therefore, we are set up to feel like failures no matter what we do. Because either we are being s- crazy successful at work and then we're not as home as much as we would want, right. or we're home. But then we, our career has to go to the wayside. Right. Like, we have to give up on certain career choices. So
0: I think that that comes from within, though, right? Like, so I do think at some point I had a turning point. Because now I, I joke, I, I work 0.5. And I always say, like, work the least amount of time for the most amount of money. Right. Meaning, like. <laughs>
1: That's not a joke. That is. That is what I do. Because, <laughs> like,
0: my last job. But also it's because I actually enjoy what I do now. Right. Um, huge. my last job was like life sucking. So I yeah. could have worked one day a week and I still would have felt like I was working too much for whatever right. I was getting paid. And I think now just because my job doesn't always like, yes, it's tiring or whatever. It doesn't always even feel like work. Cause I like, like, great. like what it I does. do. And that being said, it's very much a job. It's yeah. not a career. I don't care to like well, whatever a career. You are a pediatrician. I think that when I think about a career, a career is something where, like, you want to progress. Like, for instance, and again, I don't know if she listens. Maybe she does. We have, like, a really awesome one of our physicians who kind of, like, took over as our manager type person. And she had all these ideas to start committees. And she was like, oh, I want people to join. And the honest truth is, like, I don't want to. Like, <laughs> I, my time at work is my time at work. And I think that, like, when I look at, like, what gives me esteem. Yeah. I get I guess a small percentage of that from work, but what gives me more esteem is the fact that like I've managed to balance it without necessarily feeling guilty. Meaning, right. Like I can look and be like, I'm not working at all this week. That's fine. You know, and like not feel guilty about that because I think I get a certain amount of esteem from and I made my kids like three really nice home-cooked meals and I got all the laundry right. put away and I took them to their activities. And I think some people would be like, oh, she just does that. She barely works and well, she takes her kids to her activities. <laughs> that's society. But I yeah. think like for me, right, but I've just have- been like, and by the way, this podcast is part of it where yeah. I'm like, yeah, and I make time to do this podcast. People are like, when do you do it? I'm like, in the middle of the day, because I don't work nine to five. Right. And I don't want to. Yeah. And, you. you know, choke on that. I think
1: that... <laughs> so I joke that I'm semi-retired. Right. Or that I'm retired. Retired. Yes. <laughs> I, just, I don't even think i do the semi. I don't know why I do that <laughs> now. I joke that I'm retired. Right. Because I work per DM and, like, I haven't worked in, like... And they haven't scheduled And they haven't <laughs> scheduled me. And honestly... I'm relieved every right. month when I check the schedule that I'm well, not it's also because scheduled. you hate that job. Because I hate that job right. and I hate my career. I'm, right. And it's sad because I'm very passionate about nutrition. The reason why I became a dietitian is because, which we haven't, we always say we need to discuss and we right. haven't, is be, really because of my eating disorder.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I knew that. I'm also very much like, when I was going through my eating disorder, I was very much like.
0: Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. It's so funny. If I talk about my depression, do I say my depression? I don't know. Does your eating disorder feel personal to you? Yeah. I'm so, okay. I'm Very, just curious. Yeah. It's it a, wasn't it's, a dig. I was genuinely you know why, curious. No, no, no. You
1: know why? Because it has shaped so much of my life. Right. Like, my career. Right. That I now hate. <laughs> right. But, like, and honestly, for me, like, I think I try to find, I've always struggled with feeling good about myself and, like, confidence, and mm-hmm. And I think that I, I try to grasp at things that I can use to make me feel good and honestly recovering from my eating disorder is Mm -hmm. my eating disorder. Recovering from being anorexic is one that I like hold on to as something to make me feel good. So it is a huge accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah, So even when I feel like a failure at work or my career or being a mom, I'm like, okay, but I recovered from an eating disorder. So fuck all of you. I'm amazing.
0: Well, no, but I think that that is true. There are things that like you know, things that we've done that we can kind of check off. Like, yeah. I always reference and the fact that I it. ran one half marathon last year. <laughs> there are people who run marathons and ultras and whatever. Do you know right. what I mean? Yes, but... But I put it on my list yes. and I check it off and it's something I've done. There are people who
1: have survived way bigger than right. an eating disorder. But right. for me, that was a big one and that I hold on to it to make right. me feel good. Whatever. But so I became a dietitian because of my... And so what I was saying when I was going through it, I was very much like looking for, like, a reason as to why I had to go through all of this. And part of me was like, oh, maybe it's so that I can become a dietitian Mm -hmm. and help others struggling with an eating disorder. That is my calling in life now. But now
0: you can tell you you don't like that. Yeah, I hate it. Why?
1: I think for me, personally, I think it just, I needed to put a wall between, to some extent, between myself and my eating disorder and eating disorders in general Mm -hmm. to, like, preserve my recovery.
0: Is that still true, or do you feel like you're stronger now?
1: I'm definitely stronger now, and I don't, I think that I would be, like, let's say I worked at an eating, I actually, so a couple years ago, there's an eating disorder center here Mm -hmm. that I interviewed for a job at, Okay. and I got the job. Okay. They were offering me garbage money, garbage, like 21 an hour, okay, okay. that's garbage money, and I was like... And even the truth is, I was relieved that the money was garbage, because even in the interview, when they were telling me things that I would have to do, I was like, oh, God, this sounds terrible.
0: <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to do this. Isn't it It's hard to be like in an interview uh-huh. where you're like, I know I already don't want Correct.
1: this. Correct. But, like, I was like, okay, maybe I need to, like, this was the purpose. I, this was the reason I became a
0: dietitian, right? right? Like,
1: maybe I should give it one more chance. Right. Because now I'm just left feeling like, okay, wait, so why did
0: I do this again? But it's the same thing. It's things that, for whatever reason, affected us when we're young. Right. You make an early decision. Yes. And now we're, I'm older than you. I'm almost in my 40s. You're in your 30s, yeah. right? And you kind of feel like, well, am I dead? Right. Is it all done for me? I know.
1: And then so when then when I was in Cincinnati, I was like the lead liver transplant yeah. dietitian and I actually loved that. But what did I love about it? It wasn't the nutrition the dietitian part. It was rounding with the physicians, mm-hmm. it was working in the ICUs, like really being part of like the medical part of the team. Like okay. that was one Maybe
0: you should go to med school. I don't know. No, it's not the right time in your life, probably. It's
1: just honestly, and like this is what I have. To, I just have to work on accepting that, like, it's it, It's not too late, but it is too late. Like,
0: I don't know. Like, there I are some have people who it. go in their forties. You're right,
1: but like now, I do have other priorities in right. my life. Like my children are right. my priority. My family is my priority. Like it is, and I don't want to like miss those things. So also, I want to retire <laughs> when I'm fifty. Right. <laughs> wow. So like.
0: I retire again. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I do think that there's this thing of, like, societal pressure of, am I doing this to look impressive for other people? Correct. Or am I doing this for myself? Um, And I do think part of that is just, like, letting go, like, this podcast of what other people think. Yes. Because people all the time are like, oh, I feel like I know everything about you. And I'm like, yeah, that's the risk we took. Right. But, like, I'm really enjoying it. Right. And so we're doing it. And... Even, like, thinking about things that, like, I enjoy that are not as prestigious, yeah. let's say, as being a doctor. And like just this being, podcast. <laughs> like this podcast. Like getting my L1 and working out yeah. with children, you know? Like, right. yeah, it's not prestigious. I'm not going to get any awards for it. I don't care. Is it going to make me happy at the end of the day? It's not going to make me rich. Right. You know? This podcast might. <laughs> <laughs> One day. One day. I'm honestly, sincerely jealous that you... I forgot
1: how you just said it before, but that you were like, it makes me feel good that I made three home-cooked dinners for my children. Like, that gives me joy and pleasure and makes me feel successful in life. You don't feel
0: successful when you feed your kids?
1: I do, but I guess for me, like, my whole person has always been, like, the external, oh, my God, I just went. Brain blank. Whatever. Oh, did
0: you die? What happened?
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like external confirmation that I'm right. Like, okay, so right, like. Well, I keep saying like
0: self-esteem though. Yes. Right. So I like, gives oh, you your own esteem. Right. It has to come from correct. So you that's like something friends. that I
1: just have to work on, and like that's why I think like of course like I love medicine and I love healthcare, but the only reason I would go back to medical school now and give up everything else that's important in my life is just to be able to call myself a doctor and so, have that outside And I guess when reason. I'm trying
0: to also what I try to tell you all the time yeah. and whatever you know ask 20 doctors you'll get 20 different answers like it isn't like that right like I don't I don't know that I have it doesn't give me anything to be able to say like oh doctor Estrin, but especially it would give me something so what I'm saying to you is, like, you think so, but maybe it won't. Maybe you'll get there, right. and you'll be like, the sacrifice wasn't worth it. Or I'm just the this. Also, you've said you wanted to go to pediatrics, which is just <laughs> wrong. Because <laughs> right, again, like maybe like, maybe like, we, I always say, like, we are like the redheaded stepchild of the medical community. <laughs> Like nobody values red us red stuff, yes, we are like dumped on constantly. Oh. No, it's true, like parents maybe value us, but yeah, like yeah,
1: my pediatrician is my
0: favorite, but I would out. say from the medical community, from hospitals, like the pediatrician is like on the lowest end right. of that totem pole, so
1: listen, our choices my choice was made. I made it however many 20 years no
0: no but part of what I was thinking about today is like genuinely we're not dead yet I could be maybe this is my midlife point maybe I'll live till I'm 80 or in my 80s right I'm almost 40 (laughs) (laughs) but I look like I'm 18 (laughs) no but like you know a lot can happen a lot can happen and I think part of what holds me back is fear yeah you know like I always think about like Whenever I meet people who who they, like, have a business or something, I'm always so impressed. It doesn't mean they have, like, a big, like, Fortune yeah. 500 company or whatever. But, like, you know, they're not Elon Musk. But, like, they they did the lawyer things. They yeah. they figured they found an accountant to do Honestly, taxes are what scared <gasps> me the most. Yeah. I'm like, business taxes? I'm out. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's honestly, it's the fear of the unknown. Yeah. And then I think to myself, like, it was all unknown. I was scared to apply to med school right. and I did it. You know, I was scared to take my boards and I did it. I was scared to go start residency, like shitting myself scared. And I did it. I'm scared to do attending jobs. Sometimes when I see a patient and I don't know what to do with them, I'm scared. Right. But you do it because you're there and you have to. You're in the moment and you and have And maybe no it's just about like taking the leap and like finding the courage. Right. To do what? Yeah. So that's, <laughs> the part, that's the part I'm still mulling on. But yeah. I think what would make me upset is if for 10 years, because by the way, this thing that I'm saying now yeah. about like fitness, like at some point I mulled over, like maybe I should be doing fitness and nutrition because this is something I've loved forever, yeah. but you know, and not a diss when I thought about something bigger than myself, I'm like being a fitness instructor or whatever, or like, yeah, teaching you know, overweight people to lose weight, maybe won't give me that. But right. the truth is, it would. Like, when I... We should switch. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I work out with someone who hasn't worked out and they have a good workout, I'm so much happier than I diagnosed a new diabetic the other day. Right. Honestly. Really? Yes. And I was like, honestly, like, that, working out with someone and, like, having that gives me more esteem than the fact that, like, I had, like, a pretty good call with this kid. Wow. Honestly,
1: really, and I feel like so much of like nutrition is intuitive. Like, well, for not for everyone. I for know. You. I guess so. Yes. Right. Right. Like, if I diagnosed a new diabetic, I would feel amazing. <laughs> Rather than just telling you, them, just have to drink their
0: urine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Rather than it's not how, how I did it. To eat, like,
1: yeah, I would feel amazing if I did that. We should switch. No, but I did tell you that I had an idea for myself the yeah. other day I texted you. Do you remember? No, can you remind me? It's in line with like fitness is... mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Now you
0: remember? I do. That sounded like what Juju sounded like when I found her um... What? Her scooter. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Is that what happened? That's yeah. hilarious. Because she was like, Yoni, Yoni, I can't find my scooter. <laughs> and then I found one. She's like, no, it's Aji's scooter. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, like, picked another one. I was like, this year's... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is juicy. That's what she said. I also love it. She calls you Yoni. Yoni, Yoni, Yoni. Yoni, Yoni. Alec. Alec. It's always crazy. like, and it's always like an an emergency. Yes. Oh, always. Yes. My pearls. My pearls. Yes.
1: I'm scared that she's almost out of her cute stage.
0: <laughs> no, she's still cute. She's got like, a, well, I think Eden's still El- cute. Yeah, Eden is and still Eden's cute. older than her. Yeah. So.
1: Okay. So we still have a little bit of time. All right. Anyway. Yes. Anyway, my idea was that I wanted to get my master's. That's also something that bothers me, is because like in, Nutrition, you didn't, like, soon, I think actually in 2025, they're going to require it, but you were not required to have a master's. Oh, you don't
0: have a master's? No, I... You have a BA and then the RD? And then my RD. What's the RD?
1: It was, we had to do a one-year internship. Oh, okay. Like, through an accredited program okay. Like, I was in the hospital, and then you sit for your
0: your Boards exam, or whatever, okay. Right?
1: And then as long as you pass, you're an RD. If okay. you don't do, but you have to, like, have done your undergrad in nutrition. Mm-hmm. If you don't do your undergrad... Don't you think
0: that's just all money, well, The probably. master's of it and whatever. Well, and
1: th- so if you don't do your undergrad nutrition, then you have to
0: get a master's, and then you can do your internship. Well, yeah, because then it's like doing post back work. Correct. But I'm saying, like, you're learning the same stuff. Yes,
1: and the reason I never ended up, because I was <clears> like, why <throat> would I get my master's? It doesn't make you get paid more. Right. Like, there's no pay increase for getting your master's. Right. So for me, I was like, why would I waste the money to get my master's if I'm not going to see that in my salary? So I never got my master's. Right. But now I feel like, like... A because they're gonna start requiring it. I want to feel relevant, and just for myself, like mm-hmm. I hate that. Like I, ne- I don't and have you're a master. missing that. Yeah, I just it feels.
0: Do you feel like? Because I have thought about this before. Like, do I want to go back and study something, even just for myself, like economics, something like that? I thought about like MBA. Yeah, I feel like I, I used up all of my like study energy. Yes, I know. I'm not even kidding. Well, that's why I look back and I'm like, I would sit in the library. For hours. Yeah. My friends would go out and I'd be like, No, I'm going to the library Saturday night. And I was like, Did I use it all up? I think so. Well, that's why when I like two years ago I was like, That's it, I'm going to med
1: school. Remember that? Yeah. And I like called case and yes. I spoke to like the Dean of Admissions. Yes. And he was like, You're a shoe you just gotta take your MCAT. You're a shoein! <laughs> I know, it's great. <laughs> um like how I just threw yeah. that in. Yeah. Um, and I went and to Barnes and Noble and I bought an MCAT book and I brought it home and I'm like fuck me. I, I, I can't sit yeah. and study this thing. Like, yeah. I don't have that in me anymore. Right. I also, I used to live in the library. Right. Like, library. That's another one. We yeah, should add to the list library. of words. And I keep touching you. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, library. hmm And like, I was like, I Sit and study this. I know. Like how like I don't have that in me anymore. I feel like every
0: five minutes I'd be like be like five minutes of studying, five minutes of show. <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> five minutes on my phone, right. five minutes of meal prep, like right. five minutes of laundry. Right. Like I
0: can't do that. Now. No, I know.
1: But anyway, my idea was that I was like, okay, I want to get my masters and I found but I also like don't know that I have it in me to like go sit in class. Like if I do my masters, right. it's online. Right. Only of doing one in sports nutrition.
0: Right, which would be very cool.
1: Which would be very cool. And then we can go into business together verbal well, mileage 2.0. Well, let's let's, let's it on it. So
0: I have my L1 and you have your master's. That's even. <laughs> <laughs> You're already an MD. Mine was achieved over a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that that would be because now. I also, love how people think that's convincing. It, it probably would work if I was like, but I'm also a pediatrician. People would be like, well, yes, she works out with your kids, but she's also a pediatrician. Yeah, people would How does it. one have to do with the other? We should cut this. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we will. <laughs>
0: And well, I guess if they have some, uh, you, I just interrupt you. I was neither. just going to say, if they had some kind of like cardiac event, I could save them. Oh, see? so It has everything to do with it. Yeah. All right. Now, do you want to do it? No, no, no. I was That's it. Mm-hmm. What? I don't know. Do you want to end on anything hilarious? Oh, are we any? like done? That was like a very abrupt stop. <sighs> oh, sorry. I thought you, I thought you were about to say, in all honesty, end on that note. No,
1: I was saying oh, okay. anyways, to get us back on track.
0: Oh, okay. Get us back on track.
1: Well, I was just saying, so now I feel like I want to go for my master's in sports nutrition.
0: I think that's so cool.
1: Yeah. I think that would be great. Yeah. But I don't know. But but have a plan. Like, what are you, I would say have
0: a plan. How are you going to use it? That's what Ellie said. He
1: wants me to do it. He's very excited. He's like, and then what? Correct. Like, and then me and Yoni go into business together. No, I'm not even
0: kidding. (laughs) I think part of it also that I've realized is like, I don't know that I'm interested in like working for someone else. Yeah. I like the flexibility of working for myself. Um, I would continue, because, like, right now, my job doesn't take up all of my time. Do you need to get something? Nope. You just I you can I would continue, like, doing what I'm doing until, you know, one or the other becomes more or less right. successful, right? Um, but... I, that's what I, I think I would want to work independently, and yeah. that would be cool. That would be great. Yeah. Well, that's why
1: Ellie keeps telling Guys, me. Guys, you heard
0: the inception of our business right here.
1: Well, Ellie keeps telling me to do private practice nutrition. He's like, then you make your own schedule. Yeah, but you you're make not more interested money, in that, right? But I'm totally not interested in
0: that. The other thing I've been thinking that of would doing be a great thing. is getting know. my lactation certificate. Because really? I always love, I like babies. Oh, you know, it's my soft part. Yes. Like, I used to love doing newborn rounding, I hated doing like general wellness, but yeah. like newborn rounding I like. And then, When I was in Ithaca, we did. I just got very into lactation. Also, I was lactating myself, but (laughs) (laughs) but I just feel like I learned a lot. Like I didn't learn in residency; I learned it after. And I liked all that, and I I, wanted to do it. No one ever paid for me to do it because I was like leaving one place, I was leaving another place. Had someone, I would have done it. And I'm like, that could be like a side. I hated
1: nursing. More than anything,
0: but helping someone achieve that is yes, great. Is
1: great. Yeah. I hated it. I was miserable. I was, and I felt all this guilt. That's the mom guilt. And I'm like, and I'm a
0: dietitian. I should love this. Yeah, but also the first thing that always comes out of my mouth is like, what's your own goal for you? Right. And thankfully, like we live in, we don't live in a throwaway society where if you don't have milk, then Correct. you're shit out of luck. We have lots of, you know, things. Yes, for nutrition. honestly, that was the best. There thing should I... not be any guilt in it, but I just, but I, it's is. just another thing. But, yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like we are at a point in our lives where maybe we are reinventing ourselves a little bit. Yeah. Mm. So it, it's funny because on the one hand, I was like, it feels scary. It feels exciting. I'd be interesting to hear with, like, other people because I think, That's like. That's how I felt with this, with as, mileage. Yeah, with this, It was this scary. Too. It was exciting. Yes. And I feel like it's funny, like, as we talk about these things, like, I don't know why it's so hush-hush. People will come up to me and be like, oh, me too. You know, like, <laughs> I'm like yeah. Write it on Instagram. Well, it's funny because like, I just know. had a
1: friend who listens say to me, like, Elise, I have to say, it's amazing that you guys just talk about farts and poop. Like, I can't <laughs>
0: believe that you talk
1: about that. I can't like, believe
0: we didn't talk about it yet. I know. Yeah, thanks I thanks for shouting out farts and poop. And I'm
1: like, everybody
0: farts and poops. That's right. I mean, we just do. Hey, we're just saying what everyone else is thinking, <laughs> but we're saying it out loud. That's and our tagline our verbal Mileage. <laughs>
1: And on that note. Yes. (laughs)
0: No, that was great. Okay.
1: It felt abrupt. We were like in middle. But I guess it's a long episode.
0: It's a very long episode. All right. To be continued, maybe. Yeah. Okay. And on that note Thank you all so much for listening. Also, guys, like tell your friends. Yeah.
1: I think some of
0: you have, because we have more listeners than I have friends. (laughs) It might just all be Ellie's family. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, tell your friends. Yeah. We're very relatable. I
1: know. Okay. And tell them to follow us on Instagram. Yeah,
0: on Instagram at Verbal Mileage. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. See you next time. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye.